Hello and welcome to today's Business Transformation 101 podcast. I'm your host, Bill Fegis. In the Volume 3 podcast, we discussed how to interview for A players. Interviewing is just one part of the talent acquisition process. In this podcast, we will discuss a comprehensive process that can be used to ensure you're getting A players on board in an efficient and timely manner. Remember, robust processes provide sustainable, consistent performance. This diagram shows a high level example of a talent acquisition process. The process in your business will need more detail in each step and could include fewer or more steps, but when completed should serve as standard work for hiring talent into the organization. It should be documented and all leaders and interview team members should be trained on the process. Let's walk through each step in this example process and provide some detail. In the first step, the hiring manager teams up with their supervisor and HR to determine the need for the hire and approve hiring for a position. In the second step, the hiring manager works with HR to create a position specification and a scorecard for the position. Recall from volume two that each position specification should be accompanied by a scorecard setting out goals and behavioral attributes that the successful candidate would be able to meet. Third step is sourcing candidates for the position. And you have several options. Candidates could come from employee referrals, networking, an in-house recruiter, a contingency third-party recruiter, or a retained third-party recruiter. HR and the hiring manager should determine the appropriate methods of sourcing and ensure the sourcing position spec and scorecard are understood. If you go with third-party recruiters, I recommend limiting the number of recruiters you use and developing a partnership that allows them to understand what a successful candidate for your business looks like. This approach can significantly reduce the time and cost to get quality candidates. Once you have potential candidates, use a phone slash video screen to determine if each candidate warrants a more in-depth interview. The book, Who the A Method for Hiring, contains a good structured screening interview process that I have found effective. In the next step, in addition to screening and in-depth structured interview, I suggest utilizing appropriate online assessments, for example, Predictive Index, Myers-Briggs, Wonderlic, et cetera, to provide additional information on the candidates. These assessments should not be used for go, no-go decisions on a candidate, but rather as supplemental information to augment the insight that the interviewing team picks up. This assessment data can also provide a calibration function for the team. So at this point in the process, you should have a slate of potential candidates. In the volume three podcast, we discussed the HUE structured interview process, which gives you a holistic view of the candidate since you take them through their entire career. In addition to this WHO interview, which is typically done by the hiring manager, possibly in tandem with HR, the other members of the interview team should conduct focus interviews. As the name implies, these interviews are focused on specific areas that are defined in the scorecard goals. For example, if one of the scorecard goals is to grow sales at a 10% compounded annual growth rate for the next three years, one of the focus interviews should delve into the competencies related to the goal and explore outcomes in the candidate's career that would support a conclusion that they can make this type of sale growth happen 
in your company. Typically, you could have three or four focus interviews done by members of the interview team. Once your slate of candidates has been through the interviewing process, the interview team should consolidate the results from their who and focus interviews into a master scorecard, which summarizes the results for each candidate. These results can provide a relative rating for each candidate's fit to the required goals and behavioral attributes outlined on the scorecard. The team should also include any supplemental information for each candidate that is provided by the online assessment. The team should evaluate all of the information and select a final candidate plus a backup candidate if appropriate. In the next step as a final check and balance, we do background checks, reference checks, and a third party independent assessment for the final candidate. This third party assessment is done by a team of psych business psychologists and consultants with insight into organizations, leaders, and teams. I recommend partnering with the appropriate third party assessment company so that they develop a deep understanding of your company's culture, values, and business priorities. If the interview team had any areas of concern, these areas should be highlighted so the third party assessment company can delve more deeply into the highlighted areas. Use the report out from this assessment to confirm the interview team's assessment of the candidates. The next step is a one-over-one -one interview. I advocate use of a one-over-one -one approach in the hiring process, in addition to other areas requiring an approval process. In a one-over-one -one process for hiring, the hiring manager needs to get approval from their immediate supervisor before making an offer to a candidate. This is a simple non-bureaucratic approval process and provides a final check and balance on the selected candidate. As the supervisor of the hiring manager, I would do a WHO interview of the final candidate. Hiring a new leader for the organization is a major investment and a mistake is very costly, not only from an expense perspective, but more importantly, from an organizational perspective. As a key leader in your organization, confirm that the interview team has followed the talent acquisition process and confirm their view of the selective candidate by doing a one-over-one -one interview. It will pay huge dividends to your company. Assuming the one over one interview is a thumbs up and the reference slash background checks are clean, work with HR to create an approval offer, an approved offer letter. If your organization does drug screening, ensure that it is covered in the offer letter. This offer letter should then be verbally delivered to the candidate since this allows you to sell the opportunity and let the candidate know how excited you and the team are to get them on board. Follow up with a written offer and include an acceptance deadline to ensure the process does not stall. Send a swag bag of company logo goodies to the candidate's home to get the candidate's family excited about joining the company. Keep selling even after you have assigned acceptance since their existing employer could be aggressively counter-offering. Having a well-defined onboarding process to get candidates quickly through the administrative details and into productive engagement with their team is very important. Utilizing a one-day new manager assimilation process shortly after the candidates start can accelerate their integration into the team and get them comfortable and productive quickly. We will discuss a one-day new manager assimilation process in a future podcast.
after the candidate is on board, the hiring manager and HR should have a process for doing a 90-day check-in with all new hires to ensure the candidates are happy and any issues get quickly resolved. So that's a quick overview of the process. As we've noted earlier in this podcast and in prior podcasts, getting A players on your team is essential to the success of the business. Making the investment in your talent acquisition process will pay big dividends, both short-term and long-term. To help you designing your own process, here are some references, um, two books regarding the interviewing process, and then information on potential tests, predictive index, Myers-Briggs and Wonderlick that you might find useful in helping to assess candidates. Our next podcast will be on Wednesday, 16th of December, when we will be joined by Dr. Patrick Hopp of Leadership Development Worldwide to discuss talent assessment. In the interest of continuous improvement, I invite feedback from our listeners. Please share your thoughts and ideas on these weekly podcasts and feel free to suggest topics which would provide useful information for you and your team. Thank you for listening and I hope you join us next week for our conversation with Dr. Patrick Hopp.